So I um, wanted to talk to you about my story of how I, how the faith has developed the person who I am today, and um, how it's developed how I want to become a preacher um, in the future. And um, I was, I was asking people for suggestions for the third episode, which is this one. And um, I got this as a suggestion. So I was like, all right, I'll run with it. Let's see how this works out. So I decided to run with it. And um, my story, man, I, a lot of people have this, not every, what is cool is no one has the same story. No one's the same. Everyone's different. No one has the same story. And um, my story is the fact that I grew up in the church. My parents were very involved with the church. Um, my mom was a secretary in a church at Terre Haute. And then we moved to Fountain County. And um, she was a secretary at the church I cur we currently go to. And um, my dad was at the old church. My dad was, I think, an elder. He was a treasurer, I believe. We were, like I said, I, we were very involved with the church. We were very, we were there when the doors were open and we left when the doors closed. Heck, maybe we didn't even leave when the doors closed. I don't know. Um, we still do that. Now, that's that doesn't get you anywhere. Just showing up, being involved doesn't get you anywhere. It's about the relationship that you have with um, Jesus and God. It's about the relationship. And that's funny. The word relationship. Um, in a relationship, it involves two things. It talk, it's communication but it involves um, talking and listening. And in this society today, we have we love talking, but we never take the time to listen. We never take the time to listen. And um, that's that's what I've I've heard that said for relationships. I've heard that said never clicked mm -hmm. till this year. Never clicked. Um, and I've heard that said. And um, another thing that's important that I heard this year or last year said that was um, at youth group, we put up this chart and our youth minister sat there and he wrote different, different titles down. And it was um, God first, and then it's you, then it's you and your wife, then it's um, you and your kids, you and your friends, and so on. And what he said was, if that relationship between you and God isn't right, the rest isn't going to follow. So if that relationship, uh, that, that stuck with me, and that will stick with me the rest of my life. Um, if, you, if your relationship isn't right with God, your relationship with your wife, your relationship with your girlfriend, your relationship with your kids, your friends, your family members isn't going isn't going to be right because of your relationship with God. And um, that's important. you got to have your relationship with God right for the rest to follow. And that will stick with me, like I said. So let's keep going with my story. 
Um, I was growing up, I grew up in the church and, um, always there, like I said, and, um, it was, I've grown up a Christian and then in 2012, I decided to get baptized and give my life to Christ. And, um, so I got baptized in September of 2012 and, um, by, uh, by, my dad and my youth uh, or my children's minister and um that was awesome experience like but i said you've got to keep striving for that you got to keep going with your relationship with god and um so moving on um going up in the church being baptized and then i got to year of 2016 and 2016 uh, my mom passed away, and um, that was really hard. And um, I had a bunch of questions. People asked me, how in, how in the world do you um, keep striving to be better? And I said, because I know God has it taken, has it, um, taken care of. I know that he is going to watch over my family. And um, that's how I keep striving to be the person, to be a reflection of, of Christ. And um, that was my answer to that question. And my, um, I kept getting other questions. And I, I was like, I don't really know how to answer all these questions. So I was like, all right, I've got to pray. I've got to sit down and do this and pray. And so I prayed, and um, those questions were gone. So answers were given. And um, it was hard, but I always knew that God had it taken care of. So I wanted, before that, about a couple years before that, I had this um, feeling that... um, God was calling me in, uh, calling me into ministry, and um, I was like, "All right." I already had something else planned, but I was like, "All right." I didn't think anything of it. Still going with the plan that he that I had planned, and we all know that. Um, I hope you know, that anyways, that God's plans are better than yours. He knows what you're going to do before you do it. He knows what you're going to say before you say it. And so I had a feeling that he was calling me into ministry. And I was like, I always kept saying, if this happened, I'll do it. If this happened, I'll do it. And I'm like, that's not the way it should be. But that's the way I was in that situation. And those things, those things happened. And I was like, okay, God's calling me into ministry. And ever since that day, I've wanted to be a preacher. And so that's what I want to do in my future. And um, so I... People have asked me, do you want to do youth ministry? Do you want to do children's ministry? What, what do you want to do? 
And I'm like, I want to get people to come and know God's word better, to have a relationship with them. Because I look out and I see corrupt, I see corruption in this world. I, you can, all you have to do is turn on the news and you see corruption. And um, I, I, it hurts to see that. And honestly, I have corruption in my life that I need to take care of. And this stuff that I say in every single episode is for me, not just you. It's for me too. We're all human. We all make mistakes. But we have to, it's more about what you're going to do after those hard times, after those mistakes, how you're going to pursue and keep, st- keep striving to do better and doing better and doing better. It's about that. Don't just sit and do nothing about it. You have to keep going and keep living your life to better to do better. And um, so, uh, people have asked me, "Where do you want to go? What do you want to do?" And I, I really want to do pastoral ministry and um, uh, and stuff like that. And um, it's my story of growing up in the church. Isn't to brag. It's to say how f- how my faith is working in my life, how my faith is growing to be where I want to be as a preacher. And um, so this is a hard subject to talk about yourself, but um, what I, that's what I want to do. And um, I have a Bible verse that um, has helped me through this process. Because a lot of times you you find adults, you find other people that look at you and think, "Wow, you're young. Wow, how do you even know what you're wanting? How, how do you even know what you want to do? Um, you don't want to do that," they say. Or you're a child, you don't know anything. You're a, you're a teen, you don't know anything. And so that's it. It it hurts. It hurts to hear that. And um, this Bible verse from 1 Timothy 4.12 says, Don't let anyone look down on you because you're young, but set an example for believers in speech, in life, in conduct, in impurity, and in love. I'll say it again. 1 Timothy 4.12 says, Don't let anyone look down on you because you're young but set an example for believers in speech, in life, love, conduct, and impurity. And that's really helped. And a few others have helped beyond the way, on my, on my faith journey, a few other Bible verses, and I, they've stayed close to me and really helped me out, and i um, appreciative of that. And, um, my goal for everyone is to be in the Word more because I say this every time. How in the world are you going to know what God is calling you to do if you're not devoted in His Word? And if you're not devoted in His Word, it's time for change. It's time for change in this world. It's time for change. And we always think, 
It's time for change. It's material change. It's material change. It's material change. It's not. It's change in the heart. It's heart transformation. It's time for change. And um, God doesn't ask. A lot of people say, well, I can't do it. I don't have enough money to be a Christian. All, all the church wants is money. Money, money, money. And that's, that's not the case at all. God says, he doesn't, God doesn't look for money. He looks for obedience. I'll say it again. God doesn't look for money. He looks for obedience. If you, be, if you obey Him, everything will follow. If you obey Him, everything will follow. God looks for your all, and your all starts in the heart. He looks for your heart. So my question is, is it, in your opinion, is it time for you to give your whole life to Christ? Is it time for you to change in the heart? And before, before I get off of here, I just want to pray us out. Dear God, thank you for this day you've given us to um, not really gather, but in a way gather together to um, listen to the words you've given me to say to these people that I might not even know. But if I know them, help me to, um, through my words and through my actions on a daily basis, whether it's in public, if it's at a restaurant, if it's at a store, or if it's in my mission field, wherever I go, like school and work and on the tennis court or any sporting place I'm at, Help me with my words and my actions to show your love, God, for people that I know or I do not know to become to know you, God. And um, as these same for these people listening, help them to understand, to have a change of heart. To come to you and say, God, I'm tired of pushing this off every single day. I want to give my life to you, God. I want to be baptized or I need change in the heart. I, I want to give you my all. I don't know what it is. I don't know who they are. But God, I, I pray for that. And I also pray that... I pray that um, There's someone in their life that will help them through this journey. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.